0: Daily Adventure Tales, episode 22. Show notes, dailyadventuretales.com dad, D-A-D-S. And that's because we wrap up our new Media Expo series, finishing with the conversation with my fake son, Steve, and my husband, the wonderful Mark, about how I met up with two kick-ass dads, Mike Mataluni and Dave Pagan.
1: say, this is Dave, and then we we'll both lean in and say, and we're kick-ass dad.
0: Okay, and we're recording, so it's safe to say anything. Okay. Are
2: you going to start, or are you going to start? Go ahead, say this is Mike. Hey everybody, this is Mike. And this is David. And we are Kick kick-ass Ass dad. dad. Okay. Welcome to the Daily Adventure Tales, the podcast about daily adventures for everyday people. With your adventure host, Lori Weaver. Okay, so let's do that again, the same way. Right. But... But correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody, this is Mike. And this is Dave. Okay, one more time. Here we go. Ready? Okay. (laughs) Hey, everybody, this is Mike. And this is David. And we We are Kick Ass -ass Dad. Dad. Welcome to Daily Adventure Tales, the podcast about daily adventures for everyday people. With your adventure host, Lori Weaver.
0: Thanks, guys. That kicked ass. (laughs) Nice. Uh, my fake son Steve was just saying that he got an idea for his own adventure from listening to his fake father saying that he wanted to learn a musical instrument.
3: Yeah, when I heard Mark say that, I was like, wow, that's interesting, because in the back of my head, I've been thinking of just trying to play around with electronic music, and when he said that, I'm like, well, what am I waiting for? I shouldn't. Why should I wait at all? Why don't I just play around with it and not not for any purpose of like being a famous dj or anything but just to fulfill my own you know my own desire to try something yes, to change your own world to change right. your own world yeah. that's right yes.
0: to change your own world but it's
3: it's a passion so why shouldn't i try and, it out and
0: you know what you have a fake parents that have a podcast that features music <laughs> at the end of every episode
2: so that goes to prove that Daily adventures <laughs> changes your own world. That, that's why you should listen
3: <laughs> to so it. I'm looking exactly. forward
0: to whatever episode you have some music to give me.
3: Oh, it probably will be years away. Well,
0: it might be. Not. Yeah, that's true. You I
3: could, don't know. You could dedicate it. I don't know what's involved.
0: It. You you could make some music and call it the Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: can lure the Wyoming people. The Lord in. of the it'll Wyoming. The Lord of the
1: Wyoming. like a country.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an interesting movie. The Lord of the Wyoming. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh well. Cliff as my voice was going then I got to talk to Mike Mattaluni the guy that I saw in the hall and his partner Dave Pagan about kick-ass dads and their podcast is fantastic it's based on one uh, of kick-ass life but it's all about like what well, things you can do to improve your own attitude and they're specifically to be better parents but if you listen to his podcast it's great for anybody is talking about like how to overcome things. Like one of the exercises from their first podcast was try to remember like the worst thing you ever did as a parent, the thing that you beat up yourself about. So you're not a parent, and neither am I. But you could say like, what's the worst thing I ever did to my sister? Okay, or I thought as a teacher, whatever those moments where I wish I hadn't said that to that yeah. kid, right? Or or I wish at work I hadn't put my foot in my mouth in this way. And he said, okay, now I want you to really think about that feeling. What did that feel like? That horrible. I'm a failure or feeling. Now, I want you to tell yourself, that's how it feels to make a mistake. That's all that it is. Yeah. That's what it feels to make a mistake. And now move on.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow, because how many times have I had these things stick in my head where I feel like, you incompetent boob, you did this stupid thing, you said this, and you beat yourself up, and I've had that problem. That whole idea of... That's what a mistake feels like, puts it in a different context, so I was really happy to meet these guys, I made them laugh, so they interviewed me last Friday, they were my first Skype interview, so I'm going to be on their podcast. Oh wow, Yeah. I want to hear that. (laughs) It was pretty good. The last interview with the kick-ass dad, you can hear my voice is starting to go, 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 go. And at the very end, because they were going to interview me right then and there. You
3: literally talked yourself into not being able to talk. I could
0: not talk, and neither
3: could he. You interviewed everybody. You couldn't have any words left.
0: <laughs> I did it, and there was some kind of sickness that just went like wildfire through that conference. And so I guess there was a big hashtag on that, like, <laughs> <laughs> NMX recovery and st- I mean, it was yeah. really bad. Okay, do you see this? this recording bar is moving mm-hmm. and the time is going? Yep. Okay, so we can assume that we are recording because... <laughs> That's pod- a good assumption. <laughs> podcast tip number one, make sure the darn microphone is on. That's crucial. <laughs> That's and crucial. if you're wondering why I'm saying uh, that, go back and listen to the episode where I interview the King of All Podcast, Cliff Ravenscraft. But while I was in the hall waiting to interview Cliff, I ran into Mike Madaluni from... You said kick- it well. I'm th- proud of you. Thank you. Yes. From, from Kick-Ass Dads. And there are a couple of dads out to make daddom really cool and to help dads.
2: To help dads uh, begin to rekindle the things that uh, we have inside of us, our, our And unique passions, skills, um, and, and help men deal with some limiting beliefs that kind of hold them back from being great people and great parents.
0: You know that's awesome. Are you guys friends, brothers? How how did this turn
2: out? We are, we
1: we joke about this a lot, but we're we I'm really not his friend. No, we <laughs> we met no we we met five years ago and became uh, instant brothers, and uh, you know we always would talk about uh, our childhood experiences ourselves what we learned from them, why we're the parents we are now, choose to be, you know, with deliberate action um, and thought and mindfulness. And, uh, you know, we used to just talk about that over coffee or some beers after dinner or something like that at the house, and the kids are running around, and we benefited a lot from it. So that's why we started the, the podcast and um, figured some hopefully someone out there can get something from this, you know, because we do. So if we can help someone, fine. And uh, it's, it's been great. It's been a great ride. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I started out as an elementary school teacher. That was mm-hmm. my first job out of college. and. Huh to learn something if you really want to learn something teach someone else that's right that mm-hmm. is absolutely the thing so. that,
2: that that's exactly right and it was and just to for david's point you know it was therapeutic for us to kind of get these things off our chest and talk about them and you know Dave and i both love football and we love you know hanging out just like any regular dad but what we found was we we're spending all this time you know focusing on things that don't necessarily matter i mean sitting on a couch for eight hours watching football is uh, great awesome. but if, if you're yeah <laughs> it's awesome but if you don't throw a football with your kids all day, what what are your priorities? What's really going on in the family? And Dave and I were chatting earlier about how the family is the backbone of society and as long as we're not as dads and as parents really working on ourselves to be better people then we're really not, we're not only failing ourselves and our family but we're failing society as well.
0: You know, I I let you guys, I shared with you guys that I'm not a parent myself. It didn't turn out that way. You have
2: cats. You're a parent. I'm a
0: cat mama. She's a cat but
2: you were a teacher.
0: But I was a teacher Uh and harking back to my educational days, I wanted to share something My experience as an elementary school teacher, because a lot of parents in that day, I was teaching in the 80s, okay? Mm. A lot of... Everybody was worried about like playing Beethoven to the womb, or making the kids
1: do
2: <laughs> playing Beethoven to the, the womb, womb. baby yeah. Einstein. You know,
0: mm-hmm. flash cards on the kid, making them learn right. their times table right. at two, teaching and teaching all-
1: them sign language. You know
0: what? the The research, the, the research at that time. Now, I'm gonna give my hedge teachers. Sure. The research at that time showed that really it all evened out around eight years of age. And what made a really big difference in learning was the time and experience spent with the family. So mm-hmm. if you took your kid to the zoo, if you took them to the library. If you threw rocks in the lake, you said there's a Aren't dad. Said,
2: the rocks that your children. I, <laughs> no. Yeah, was that, that, that's experimental. No.
0: No. No. Yeah, yeah. no I was thinking because I had a fun time. With my dad. I lived on the on the water, and we used to like you know like skip those rocks and yeah, make, yeah, make yeah. the little the rings. Like yeah. make three rings and yeah, try yeah. for four at rings. Least.
2: Oh, at least that's at a coming. If, if you put me and Dave on a lake, we would see who could get the most rings. I say I would win, but he'd say the same thing about himself. Yeah.
1: I would. Well, but then again, I would also probably reach the other side of the lake with my. Rocks. So...
2: <laughs>
0: So is your podcast just for dads or can moms listen also?
2: We've actually found uh, that we have a ton of female listenership. It was actually some of our female listeners were the first to start reaching out to us and asking mm-hmm. for... What was really interesting writing is, us. Yeah, we were never... We were just doing this for our... Uh, it was a passion project. We wanted to get it out there. We wanted to get it out to people not looking to monetize, not looking to make it a, a business. Uh, and we later realized it has become a business, but we just wanted to get it out there. And we started getting an, an enormous amount of females writing to us asking for help coaching Um, and so that's when we knew this was not just for dads this is for people and you know everybody's a mentor everybody's a child advocate if you have an, uh, a niece, nephew anything, you're a, you're a mentor so how can we begin to really ignite our passions, figure out what our possibilities are, get rid of some of these limiting beliefs that hold us back and show kids anything is possible
0: you know I have kind of a question towards my target audience because I'm a, I'm a baby boomer believe it or not and if you don't believe it it's because I've got a really good hairstyle <laughs> it's nice, it's nice
1: <laughs> amazing color but, yeah. but,
0: but if I had been a, a mom of my own by now, I'd probably be a grandma. I hate to say so, but I probably would. So, would it benefit the grandmas and grandpas, or grandma age people like me who are friends of, say, your children to listen to your podcast?
1: Well, Do I think, think to I, absolutely. I think to to Mike's point, what you're saying is uh, uh, not just. I mean, we all have an influence on our own society and our next generation. I know personally. That um, a lot of the life lessons that I realize I learned now, if I look back and I realize, hey, where did I get that thought from or this idea from? They weren't necessarily my parents all the time, you know. Sometimes it was uh, their very close friends that might not even have children, you know, or just people that they hung out with that I learned from. So, a- I mean, absolutely, a grandparent can benefit from listening to the show. Um, because we all, even if you're, you know, a, a stranger, I mean, a child is going to see you at some point. You know, not to put that much pressure on everybody, but
3: <laughs> some,
1: you're, you're having an effect. If, it, if it TV has them. an effect on it a child, really, right. everyone that they see has right. an effect uh, on a child. So it's, it's really good for anyone. And f- what we've gotten back from our listeners, not all of them all parents, are our parents. Some of them have children in their family, and they're just interested. Right. Yeah.
0: The other thing I, w- I wanted to share with you guys, from my perspective as a teacher, is it really does impact the kids. And I want to share this story because I was in Cliffs. Be authentic session today about yeah. tell your little details to go into it sure. well my first year of teaching i was really kind of a hard ass <laughs> talk about kick-ass dad i was kind of a there kick-ass teacher <laughs> and like For today, I, it's I,
1: okay to talk like that. i was so yeah. bad
0: that like if the the first week of school was hard on me because like i would require the kids to do like 10 minutes of homework only to get them in the habit of having to bring their papers back because mm-hmm. i knew in fifth grade that was a big part of their grade mm-hmm. uh-huh. so i wanted to train them to bring this back right. and so when they would bring me the paper, and I knew from their handwriting who it was, but there was no name on it, I would just say, I don't know whose this is, and i rip it in half mm. and throw it in the trash, mm. and they'd be crying, but you know whose that is. I mean, I don't, there's no name on it, no name. and mm. so forth. Or the kids would be goofing around at math. I'd take my timer upon their desk and say, if I don't see this problem attempted in the next 30 seconds, you're you're in at recess. Mm. And they said, we thought you were so fun. And there was a couple kids who really had a rough time, and I thought at the end of that first school year, they would be like... See you later, Miss B. Right, right. <laughs> I never want to see you again. They were the ones that were sobbing against me, wanting to not go to fifth grade. Mm-hmm. They were just crying and they would want to come back
3: see to see me right.
0: or they would act up in fifth grade in order to get sent to the fourth grade during recess right. Till I finally copped to that and figured out that they if they were good they could come here and help me create papers right but that was a revelation to me that boundaries with the kid it might feel like it they was bad
1: structure yeah it Brave m- structure
0: it makes them think you care now if you're mean even to though they them, kick and fight
1: right they do ki-
0: we all do none of us like rules if you if you are speeding on the way home from vegas if we're speeding and the cop pulls us over am i going to try to weasel out you betcha
1: uh, he's got to <laughs> catch me happening i'm not getting pulled over that,
0: that's what i'm saying you, they, they, we're going to try to weasel out but if he gets you What are you gonna do? If you did it, you did it. You pay the ticket, that's it. it. And that's kind of how life is. And so that was a revelation to me. And I think it's awesome that you guys are going to provide some structure for parents and friends of kids of all description to, to get some feedback of what are some of the, the good methods right. to enhance the kids. Well, when
1: you when, when you listen, you'll see that it our, our podcast is just as much about self-development because that, that has to be there because yeah. we want to, you know, and as a teacher, I'm sure you yeah. understand, you want to give the next generation or our children um, uh, the ability to, you know, find value in themselves find out what they're good at, what they love to do, yep. what matters to them, and then go out there and impact the world, ultimately, and we want them to be happy. We can't give that to them if we don't have it ourselves. So a lot of the show is about you know self-improvement or self-reflection and, and figuring out what that is for yourself, because if you don't have it,
2: you can't give it to them. Right, and I think for me it's about, it's the difference between success and significance. We're very uh, interested in this society about pushing success on children, and generally it's our success or what we believe success looks looks like our measurement. our measurement of success so instead of you know getting to our kids and saying okay what is it about you that is you know magical what is it about you what are your innate talents and not making it about us and so really taking a look at how we can help children live lives of significance mm-hmm. and not lives just driven towards success and in our society it's go to school get a good job go to college or go to college get a good job and then you know accumulate stuff and then someday you'll be able to retire and have fun and live a you know and live life and it's like at 65 i'm not that's not when i want to start living life i want to start living life now my children just you know deserve to live life and not just be pushed into uh this idea of success that is completely arbitrary and is a creation of uh the uh, industrial age
0: you know I so agree I think this is such an important topic so boomer the adventurers out there what I want you to do for this week's adventure challenge is mm. I'd like you to go listen to kick ass dad's podcast I'm going to put the link on the show notes I want you to go do that and then your homework or your challenge would be go if you have a kid in your life or you meet a kid on the street I want you to follow through and say something positive to that kid mm. come back post your tale mm. tweet me how it went I appreciate your patience and your listening, and thank you so much for doing this interview for me at the very last end of the very Uh, last day of this long, long conference. You're welcome.
2: We're happy to do it. Yeah, it it was absolutely our pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks. Yes.
0: I really couldn't speak by the time I got back to the room and Mark couldn't eat it. So we sure. stayed in the room and had like chicken soup. Yeah. And then we thought like, said to him, should we just pay and stay in this room? Cause like I said to you before, you know, they're sick where you're annoyed or you're coughing or you're concerned. And then they're sick where you don't care. You don't care what's going on. You just, you don't care. And that yeah. was how sick we were. Was we were that sick in this hotel room in Las Vegas. And we had to drive home. And so I said, oh, we should, not
3: I had a drive home.
0: Yes, Mark drove, actually physically drove the car. I had to sit in the car while he was driving. Oh, neither was, it was, was very so fun. Difficult. But I'm pretty impressed that Mark was able to drive us home at all. I really thought maybe we'd have to just stay there for I don't know how long, because <laughs> we were so sick. Oh
3: my goodness.
0: But that's why when I was texting you, I said, I'll tell you, but I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for coming over to hear our conference stories.
3: It was great. I'm glad I came. I, yeah, these are amazing stories, actually.
0: Yeah, that's what Daily Adventure <laughs> Tales is all about, whatever we're up to. <laughs> what was your favorite story of all this bunch?
3: Oh, I, I think the last day, obviously. Yeah, yeah it's because of ups and downs. and. Yeah. That what, could... Like, what came out of all that? with something different,
0: you know? See, that's why Linda, my friend Linda, I told her this story also. She was saying, like, Mark, you should make Cliff Ravenscraft's story be all by itself on an episode all by itself. But I'm wondering if that's as good as having the three stories that happen, like... Yeah. Because it's kind of a story arc, because his interview is definitely worth being featured by itself, but I also think it's kind of cool. It needs to
3: be within the context of everything else, I, I think,
0: too. Because the the interviews that would be in this story would be uh, uh, well, first a little bit we talked about. I screwed it with I screwed with Cliff, didn't work out. Yeah. Then would be Sandra, the video director. Then would be aha, I got Cliff, and then the last one would be the interview with the kick-ass dance If you
3: have enough time
0: true. Anyway, we'll figure it out, because just talking about it's been 23 minutes, that's almost <laughs> the length of my podcast. Yeah. Well, so here's Cliff Clap. Hi, I'm Cliff. Thanks for that interview, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> if we play happy birthday to you, the traditional American happy birthday song, that we would have to pay a royalty. That's right. That's because happy birthday to you is still under copyright. So our friends at Free Music Archive, they had a contest while all kinds of composers and musicians submitted new birthday songs so that independent filmmakers could have a song in their scenes without having to pay whopping big bills. It could go up to $10,000. And the one that I really like to play with our kick-ass dads week is called Hey Daddy by Desky. And he's a singer-composer in Tokyo, Japan, and he wrote this to celebrate his professor's birthday, but he says that it can be used to celebrate any father. So enjoy, Hey Daddy, by Deski.
3: We know you always care about us. You know we always care for you. So don't you worry about a thing. Happy birthday. We can't thank you enough for the things you do. We just don't want to take you for. you enough for taking good Happy birthday, happy
2: birthday, happy birthday That's a wrap for more information, visit
0: dailyadventuretales.com.